Lord Jesus, thank you for today, this Wednesday morning. And uh, as I'm watching the sunrise, um, I thank you for the gift that you've given us again today. And um, I thank you for the opportunities that you have in front of us. And whether people are listening right now or later today or whenever, that your spirit would just visit them and just heap blessings on them. I thank you for James for his leadership and uh, his willingness to, uh, to lead and step out. And um, I ask you to bless him and his marriage and his kids and his business. Lord, we love you. Amen. James Kennedy, welcome back, my friend. Thank you for doing this again. No, you're more than welcome. Enjoy it. And uh, it's a privilege. So it's good to be back, obviously. So. Yeah. And so I set this up as kind of like a fireside chat. Um, I love sitting by the fire and uh, I love to smoke a cigar and just chat. And so um, I, I sent you guys a list of questions to consider. And um, you can you can go down rabbit trails if you want, James. Um, so uh, as, as you prepared for these questions, feel free to take liberty in any direction you want to go. Okay. No, that's good. Uh, at first glance, you know, it, it didn't seem too tough, but man, you start thinking about these and my goodness, you know, it, we had to start chewing on these for a while. There's so many answers and so many ways you could go with some of the stuff. So. Yeah. And obviously looking at it from a perspective of gratitude, right? So, um, sure. so let me kick it off. What's the best thing that's happened to you since last Christmas, James? Well, I think... <laughs> When I first read the question, the first thing that popped into my mind was with the crazy year we've had with the whole COVID thing, um, we were able to fit in a family vacation this year still, and that was kind of in that window between when things kind of blew up in February, March, and then later this year, but it was kind of in June, July there, we drove down with the family to uh, the Gulf, and we kind of just got a little a condo and I think the cool thing about this year's vacation was with not being able to go out and do all the crazy stuff that you usually try to pack into a, a vacation like that. Yeah. We kind of laid low and spent time with family hanging out. And it was absolutely just the most incredible time. Um, just kind of a week of recharging the battery, so to speak. So That's really great. Pretty cool. And, and, and give us, for those of you that, that might not know James, uh, James, you've got a wife. Uh, what's her name and how many kids do you have? Yeah, so my wife, Cynthia, we've been married 26 years now. And uh, I've got a, a daughter, an older daughter. She's 20 in college. Um, another daughter, 17, who's a, a junior. And then a uh, son, 14, who is a eighth grader. So Kyle. Yep. Busy family. That's good. What's the best Christmas ever and why? Yeah, that's a tough one because they all start running together after a while. And at my age, you got to think back quite a ways to get them all in. But uh, I guess the one that kind of stood out to me is uh, we moved out here to Cincinnati after my wife and I got married. Um, and we had been here for probably close to six years. And we had our first daughter. And the fall of 2000, we were able to take her as a newborn out to Colorado, where my family was and where I'd grown up, and show her off to all the family and just hang out for Christmas. And so that was kind of a 
special Christmas being a dad for the first time. Yeah. So that uh, probably up there in the top one or two for me, for sure. So. That's great. Yeah, that's great. What's the most meaningful Christmas gift you've ever received, James? Yeah, and that's a good one. Um, a couple years ago, uh, my daughter, uh, she's probably 18 at the time, had surprised me with a Christmas gift. Um, she had bought me um, this hammer, and it's a just a normal hammer, but it's got a wood handle on it. And she had put, uh, she'd engraved or had engraved, it's kind of like burnt into the wood. Yeah. On one side of the handle, it says, thanks for always building me up, Dad. Mm. And then on the other side, it says, love, Kaylee. And so as a dad, that just kind of, you know, melts your heart. And it was yes. pretty special. Uh, what a Being a dad, yeah. yeah, you don't always get it right. But uh, to receive a gift like that was pretty pretty. So. Mm-hmm. That's really great, James. What's the most appreciated gift that you've ever given? So I, I don't know. Um, last year, uh, my daughter and her best friend, who has they've grown up together, they've been best friends since preschool, I think. Um, they both had a friend that um, had dealt with depression and ended up committing suicide last year and they were struggling really you know with it uh last fall mm-hmm. and so her uh, best friend's dad and i talked and we decided for christmas to take the two girls out to colorado get them away and do a little ski trip just the four of us and um when we kind of got back they just were so grateful for the time just to recharge and get away and get their minds off that whole situation. And um, so I think that meant a lot to both of them. Oh, that's great. Gosh, yeah, that's very considerate of you as well. That's good. Hmm. Really great. What's the tough, tough stuff? Oh, oh, yeah, that's real life, real difficulties. That's a, yeah, it's amazing that the the folks that are struggling, uh, obviously we're, we're doing this in a COVID year and I would imagine the mental health issues are just massive it'll be interesting to see yeah what's the um what's your favorite christmas tradition as a child or what was your favorite uh, christmas tradition as a child james well i think like john said yesterday it's that the memories of being home you know drinking the hot chocolate doing christmas caroling that we would go out and do um i think one of my favorite things that i remember is we used to go out every christmas afternoon and we'd blow up these big inner tubes and we had several places that we'd go and tube if there was plenty of snow, which usually there was much snow out there. And so we would load those things up and slide for two or three hours and just absolutely have a ball. And as a kid, that was always an exciting time for us. That's amazing. Yeah. And you grew up with snow, obviously, or at least looking at it. Did you did you grow up around in the mountains or where you could see the mountains? Yeah, so Colorado Springs is where I was born and raised. And uh, if anybody's been out to the Garden of the Gods, that was kind of our backyard. And um, so uh, we had usually a white Christmas, Uh, not always, but uh, most of the time we had a good amount of snow. That's awesome. Well, I saw the forecast. We might get a little snow tomorrow, so you might wake up Christmas morning with some snow, James. 
<laughs> Hope we do. What's your What's your favorite uh, Christmas tradition you guys do now? I think as a family doing the uh, candlelight Christmas Eve services at our church, we love doing those. Obviously, this year it's going to be a little different. They're doing everything online, but um, yeah. we definitely miss that. Um, we always sit down and read the Christmas story before we open gifts on Christmas morning. And so that's always kind of a tradition that we do. And um, so we look forward to that every year as well. So That's really great. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting to visualize some of the some of the folks and some of the different things they do. I know uh, Jeff Barber was talking about making a birthday cake and singing happy birthday to Jesus. Nice. So it's always interesting to hear what families yeah. do. What do you Super guys cool. do? What do you do, James, to try to keep Christ in Christmas? Yeah, I think it's trying to just push away all the craziness this time of year and um, focus in on the reason for the season. Obviously um, mm -hmm. we try to do some special stuff with uh, our church. Obviously um, we've got a thing that we do with, it's called share the hope. And um, we usually go out in groups and give out gifts to, you know, those that are less fortunate. Uh, we also have a small group that uh, meets at our house every second or every other Sunday night. And our small group this year is helping sponsor uh, a single mom and her, her kid uh, couldn't afford a, a tuition for a preschool that's there at our church. And so we're helping raise funds for her that goes preschool this year. And just talking to the kids about those type of things and talking through the Advent season and what that means. And so just a little bit of that type of thing, I guess, keeps us on target so yeah that's good well with the you know i've talked to a few of you guys about finishing the end of the year and all the you know things that i don't like doing like reading financial reports and getting with my cpa and all that stuff it can be it can be quite a distraction um and uh so trying to trying to be intentional about keeping as you said the reason for the season is is so important for me um, and I don't, I do not do that well. So I appreciate you sharing that as well. Um, James, why do you think people started celebrating the birth of Jesus? Yeah, I, this one we could, I think, talk about all day. Um, as John referenced yesterday, again, the, you know, I think way, way back in the day, it seems like it came from some sort of, uh, maybe pagan tradition of some sort. And I know it talks about back in the second century, some guy by the name, I can't even pronounce his name, you know, argued that obviously the uh, December 25th was Christ's birthday. But yeah. I guess for me, um, every story kind of has a beginning. And with the Christmas story, beginning with a birth, I think, you know, people naturally wanted to celebrate the birth of Jesus. But uh, even greater than that, I think they are celebrating an event and a defining mom moment in time. So uh, I think it was just a way to to celebrate the beginning of such a great, um, obviously the greatest story that's ever been told. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's good. Do you think the birth of Jesus deserves such worldwide celebration? And I wasn't sure exactly where you're going with this, but I think absolutely yes. And um, 
I just, I think it's so sad to see in our day and age that, uh, the celebration itself has become so marginalized by, you know, materialism and political correctness and consumerism. And I think we, we just have to remember the fact that we are celebrating the greatest story ever told and that we as believers are not only celebrating a birth, we know that this birth foreshadows a, a death and a resurrection paving a way for our salvation yeah. and the gift of eternal life. So it's so much more um, than what sometimes we make it out to be. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And, and again, I'm talking about some of the captain, Obvi- captain obvious for uh, people that like us that are uh, that are following the Lord. But what do you think? Why do you think Jesus, why do you think the Lord sent Jesus to earth? Well, and this is another one I think we could spend all day talking about. And um, I think out of the uh, 66 books and 1,189 chapters, 31,103 verses in the Bible, I think the Apostle Paul kind of sums it up and puts it in a nutshell for us. Uh, when he writes in 1 Timothy 1.15, he says, This is a trustworthy saying. And everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. Mm-hmm. And he kind of goes on to say that I am the worst of all of them. But uh, if we want to kind of capture the reason I think we celebrate Christmas and what it's all about, it's that he came so that we could obviously have that relationship and have salvation and uh, ultimately the hope of eternal life. So that's really great. I got goosebumps as you said that, and I, you're, I know you're speaking Rufus's language as well. So that's that's really strong. That's really strong. And I'm struck by, and I put a a big circle around family. Like one of the things that that I look forward to um, with Christmas is getting the family together. And although this has been a weird, you know, COVID year in this tribe of of men and women, even on this call, um, uh, that many of us, many of us haven't even met face to face. And yet it feels, um, it feels like we're a part of a family. So I really appreciate you guys. Um, and specifically today, James, you for, um, uh, making me feel that way as well. So I appreciate your leadership, um, as I've gotten to know you a little bit better over the course of the past year as well. So, Will you, uh, will you pray us into the rest of our Wednesday and uh, into um, into Christmas, actually? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Father, thank you for another day you've given to us to serve you. We, uh, we thank you for this Christmas season. And above all, we ask that you just help us to calibrate and to focus in on what is the most important this time of year. We just pray that you'll go with us and guide us and direct us in everything that we do. We pray for each and every person that's on this call today. Those that could not make it. We just pray that you'll continue to bless and guide and direct in their lives and their businesses, their families. Um, give them a, a, just an extra special Christmas this year. We pray father. So uh, just go with us throughout the rest of this week. Give us a good day ahead. We thank you for Jerry and his leadership and everything he's done to, 
help pull this tribe together and keep it going. We just um, grown to love him and appreciate him so very much. So just give us a good day. We thank you, Father. Um, we ask all these things in your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas. Love you guys.